We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's March 8th. It is 2022. We have six NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Doing good, man. I, I, I don't think we could have chosen a, a better day to come on for a pod or, or get on the schedule. Six games. Sweet spot extraordinaire uh, i'm gonna take in this moment and savor it i don't know when it's coming back the only bad the only bad thing about this slate is we we have to worry about golden state again <laughs> they burned us all well, they burned well, us all supposedly jordan pool it is kind of going semi-nuke here to close out the the first half um, I mean, he went from zero points to nine points, and it's halftime now. So, when uh, we started, when we got in the room and we were chit chatting, he was at two fantasy points. And over the last five minutes, he went from two fantasy points to 17 and a half. So, <laughs> maybe I'm okay <laughs> with, um, maybe I'm okay again with Jordan Poole, but 11, 11 actual points. He had three threes down the stretch right there and made that a close game. So, good job, yeah. Jordan Poole. Good job. there it is all right uh you know like you said six games these are the fun slates these are when we get off the rails and talk about random stuff too much but uh these are the fun podcasts so let's uh let's jump in here we got brooklyn at charlotte 241 total in this game it is the largest total on the slate by over 10 points 
and the Nets are a two and a half point favorite. On the Brooklyn side, Lamarcus is out, Joe Harris is out, Ben Simmons is out, Cam Thomas is questionable. On the Charlotte side, Hayward remains out, and McDaniel's is questionable. So looking here at Brooklyn, Kyrie Durant, high total game. You know, I think we were all kind of curious what Durant's minutes were going to be when he came back. And um, as many as he can handle, it seems like is going to be the the thing. It looks like Brooklyn's about they're about to make that playoff type push. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Nets? Yeah, I mean, I think it was semi shocking. I remember that day when, you know, basically every company, you know, across the DFS space, I think, assumed that Durant was going to have a some form of a minutes limit. And then all of a sudden, news report said, by the way, guys, Kevin Durant's back and he, he won't have a minutes limit. And he came out and played 35 minutes and voila, KD is back to being KD. I think he scored 31 real points that night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 31. So uh, KD's back, no no limit, playing against Charlotte. I mean, this is a game that should be up and down. At 11-1, do I think KD is more valuable than, let's say, Giannis? Maybe. In this spot, he, he just very well may. Maybe because I don't expect, I actually don't expect Brooklyn to beat us up at home. I, I think we have a shot at winning this game. So I, I like the environment here. Katie, if I had to choose between Katie and Kyrie, I think I'd still choose KD. Uh, you know, I wish Andre Drummond was getting 25 or 30 minutes. He'd have a field day here. I might still take some shots considering the, the matchup. Uh, I th- I think it's worth it. If he plays 20 minutes, he may be able to grab 20 rebounds in this spot. Slightly exaggerating, but but not really. Um, I, li- I like it a lot. Goran Dragic, I mean, he had been playing minutes, but I don't, even though he's 3,900, I think Kyrie would have to be out for me to really invest in him. Mainly Durant, and I think some sprinkles of drumming because of the matchup. Yeah, I mean... I think Durant and Kyrie both are tournament plays in this game. You know, you just look at this game overall and it should be a really high scoring game. You mentioned Drummond, you know, the minutes are all over the place with him, I think is the best way to put it. And if he were, if he was going to get the minutes in this game, this is an amazing spot, you know, going up against Charlotte. But I, I mean, my biggest problem with Brooklyn is just trying to figure out where the minutes are going to come from, from these big guys, you know? So I don't mind potentially taking some shots here on Drummond. The matchup is too good to pass up because if you do, like if you're an MME person and you don't get any exposure to Drummond and he gets that 25 minute game against Charlotte, you're going to be in trouble. So on the Charlotte side of this game, I mean, we got LaMelo at 8,700. I can't remember the last time this guy had a monster game. It was like towards the beginning of February. He, he has that ability. Like he has that ceiling type of game in him. Rozier has gone over 47 fantasy points in four of the last five games. I would tune my exposure at Charlotte to those two players. I, I think those are the two guys that 
the ceiling comes from. You know, you could take shots on Ubre and Bridges and Harrell, but I think the the ceiling for Charlotte is in Rogier or Ball. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. The only person that I think I would sprinkle in currently, you know, PJ Washington's starting to play big minutes and he's 5,400. And so, um, and, and you talked about ceiling. I, I do think his ceiling is probably 35 points, maybe 35 fantasy points. I'm willing to take that risk on a slate like this one in a really, you know, up-tempo game, especially when he's power forward center eligible 5,400. I don't feel like his, um, that astronomical of a price for the minutes he's getting, um, especially now with Plumlee's minutes, they seem to be content on kind of splitting Plumlee and Harrell and giving PJ Washington kind of a full allotment. If that's going to continue, uh, I don't hate that at all, but I'm with you. Uh, LaMelo, Rozier, top two, but a sprinkle of PJ Washington for me at that price with the minutes he's getting. All right, moving on. We got Cleveland at Indiana taking on the Pacers. Two twenty-two and a half total here. Cleveland is a four and a half point favorite. Uh, Jared Allen is out. Lavert is out. Rondo is questionable. Sexton is out. Fitzdays and Duarte are questionable. McConnell and Rubio are out. Lance Stevenson is questionable, and Turner and Warren are out. So you know, starting here with Cleveland. We typically have a very crowded front court for them, but with Allen out, it certainly opens up minutes here for Kevin Love, Mobley, Markkinen. And I mean, I definitely like this spot, you know, especially with Sabonis gone, Turner out, Bits days out. Like this, this sets up as a good spot. And, you know, we are probably going to get a 35 plus minute game here from Evan Mobley. Yeah, I mean, Evan Mobley came out like a man on a mission uh, the last game. I, I think, Steve, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had seven or eight rebounds in the first quarter, uh, 17 total for the game. I'm not expecting that this game, but I am expecting production. Uh, had a 20, 20 and 17 uh, game trip, a big double-double there. Another interesting piece for me, though, is Kevin Love, actually. At 5,800, he played 30 minutes against Toronto. I, I just, I'm willing to take a shot now that uh, Allen is out. If, if we can get 30 minutes from Kevin Love, he's got 40 to 50 fantasy points in him as well at 5,800. I think you, you summed it up beautifully when you talked about all these all these guys that are going to get minutes now. You know, Lori Market, his minutes are going to be stable in the 30s. Uh, Jetty Osman, who... While he's not not a big man per se, his minutes are probably going to be stable in the 30s. And so we've, we seemingly have some good value on these Cleveland guys, the, the secondary pieces like Love and, uh, and Markinen, and then Mobley at 7K. I think Darius Garland does warrant tournament consideration, but at 9K, I don't feel like he's absolutely necessary. Uh, but But I would consider it. But Mobley, Love, Markinen, and Osman. Those are the guys that I like the most here. I wouldn't play them all together, right? I think I'd rotate them no more than two of those in, in one build, but, but I like those guys a lot. Pacers side of this game, I mean, 
Halliburton is a very talented young player. It, it just seems that with Brogdon on the floor together, their ceiling might be a little limited. Um, Buddy Heald, he is someone that, I mean, has a little upside. I, I think that's just my biggest concern here. I, I think I like Jalen Smith the most. Maybe Brissett in tournaments as well, but I'm leaning taking shots on Jalen Smith in this spot. Yeah, I think he's the, the the number one play in terms of, you know, point per dollar and prob- probably the value. Um, you know, Brogdon's going to play his minutes, it looks like. Looks like he's not planning on slowing down, even though this season is going nowhere. And talk about a guy, Malcolm Brogdon, who could have been an NBA champion if they would have figured out how to make it work in Milwaukee. And he goes to Indiana. It looks like things are going on you know, on the up and up. And all of a sudden that team's at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, and once again, I will, I will attribute that to the firing of Nate McMillan when the team was actually winning games and now they can't win any. Um, I digress. They also traded a lot of players as well. Buddy Heal at 73. I think he's, I just don't want to pay 7,300 for Buddy Heal, even though the upside has been there somewhat this, uh, past few games but he was not he's not a 40 fantasy point per game scorer in my opinion and so i I, i'll gladly leave him on the shelf i'm with you i think jalen smith is the number one target here phoenix at orlando taking on and beating my magic 224 and a half total here the sun's a seven and a half point favorite booker Paul Kaminsky, Cam Johnson, and Sarge out for the Suns. Isaac out, Suggs questionable for the Magic, starting here with Phoenix. I mean, campaign is 5,300. Like, he got a little price increase, but obviously not enough here. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, 6,600. I think we just continue to play these two guys. I mean, Jay Crowder is going to play as many minutes as he can kind of handle most nights. Uh, Shamit's been playing good minutes at 3,700. Phoenix definitely offers some value here in this spot going up against Orlando with Booker and Paul out. Absolutely. Campaign way too cheap, right, for this spot with all these guys out. Uh, Jay Crowder at 5,100. I think this is really good value here, um, especially with Cam Johnson out. I I think that's going to strengthen his ability to be productive. Uh, DeAndre Ayton at 6,600 is someone I'm interested in. This is a really, really, really good spot. Dare I say, Stevie, you know, we take a shot on Mikel Bridges at 6,200. No Cam Johnson. I'm willing to roll the dice on guys like that. Uh, with, with with such a heavy, heavy uh, collection of guys out here. So, but my favorite two, Payne and Crowder for sure. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even think, I thought Crowder with Johnson out, but didn't even think about Bridges. So that's an excellent point. Um, he is definitely someone that is going to see a bump. Shamit's going to see a bump. Um, so a lot of value here on the Phoenix side. And then on the Orlando Magic side, I mean, they're just a team where they have so many people that play minutes right now that the ceiling is kind of capped. I think if you're going to play anybody, it's probably Wendell Carter Jr. Or if Suggs sits, I could definitely see 
you know, getting some exposure to like Cole Anthony. Fultz, I still don't think they're going to push him over 20 minutes right now, so I still don't think he's playable. So I think Carter Jr., Cole Anthony would be the only two that I'm looking at here. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. That's probably it for me. Uh, Like you said, they've got so many guys. I mean, man, T. Ross is just – look, can we get him out of there? Like, he could be a six-man somewhere, a serviceable six-man. Yeah, I'm with you. It, it, it's it's Wendell Carter Jr. and that's pretty much it. And gosh, just wait until Michael Michael Carter Williams and PJ Dozier and all these other guys. Well, he was waived, but uh, uh, PJ Dozier, but Michael Carter Williams in the gang. I mean, geez, just so many guys that they've had over over this this span. Just too many to count. What's going on with your Magic, Steve? It's rough over there right now. I mean, I think they want to lose games, and I'm all for it. Lose away. Let's get the Magic are never going to get a big name to come to Orlando through like free agency. So they're going to have to get a Joel Embiid in the draft or something like along those lines. Um, and I mean, Cole Anthony is talented. Fultz was playing great before he got hurt. We have no idea what to expect from Franz Wagner. He seems like he could be a really good, solid supporting player on a winning team. And I mean, Okiki was a first round pick a couple of years ago, and he's just now getting like fully healthy, you know, so the magic have the foundations, but I still think they're two years away. You know, I think, where like your Charlotte team, they got LaMelo. They can kind of build around him. They have him for now. Is he going to stay in Charlotte? It's, you know, we're in those markets where it's really tough to keep like high-end players um, under contract and stuff. So it stinks. But I think, I think the magic are just, I think they want to lose. I mean, they got Jalen Suggs too. I mean, they got a lot of young talent. If they could just bring in a veteran leader that, you know, can do well. You never know what's going to happen. That's my magic, Will. That's my magic. Um, I got you. Look, I mean, we've been there. The the Bobcats slash Hornets or Hornets slash Bobcats slash Hornets went through the same thing. So I I totally understand. And we're still not there yet. Michael Jordan's too busy, you know, owning his NASCAR team, buddy. He's not worried about a Charlotte Hornets team. You almost made me say Bobcats. I almost said Bobcats. NASCAR. Yeah, I mean, he's he's in there, man. It, it might be. I hope it's not. I hope hope I hope they're equal. Let's say that. Oh, I'm sure it is. I mean, with NASCAR, I don't know how much he really has to be actively involved. Um, that team has done a fantastic job of getting sponsors and stuff. So, you know. I mean, they just brought in a second car this year. So I'm excited for the Denny Hamlin, Michael Jordan combo. You know, you got the brains with the NASCAR stuff with with Denny Hamlin. And then you got a a guy like Michael Jordan who just he knows how to run a business like the Jordan brand is ginormous. He knows the right channels and stuff. So that opportunity is huge. Um, It's just really cool to see all that come together over the last year, year and a half. So. All right. New Orleans at Memphis, 231.5 total here. The Grizzlies, a five and a half point favorite. 
Uh, Dylan Brooks remains out. Larry Nance remains out. Zion remains out. Typical injuries that we've had here for both of these teams. So starting here with the New Orleans side, Will, if I'm not stacking the Brooklyn-Charlotte game, I'm stacking this game. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, I think this is the second best in game environment on the slate. And I mean, on the New Orleans side, B.I. has been playing fantastic here recently. He's really starting to gel with C.J. McCollum. McCollum's still getting up a lot of shots, and his assists have gone up ever since like him and Ingram have been meshing. Um, I could see Valanchunas having a good 40-plus fantasy point game here. And I could just see this game being like a shootout type where we get some ceiling. So I really like the New Orleans side of this game. I really like the Memphis side of this game as well. Yeah, for sure. And, and Steven, you know, as we get closer and closer to the playoffs, you know, I start peeking at standings pretty regularly. Uh, don't look now. The New Orleans Pelicans are 10th. And if the Lakers lose tonight, uh, they're pretty much going to be dead even almost. And if they can keep rattling off a few wins here and there and not losing, they're going to find themselves in a playoff hunt uh, or in the play-in, excuse me, the play-in hunt, which they already are in, being in the 10th seed. You know, I I think when when they sent C.J. McCollum to New Orleans, I thought, wow, this is interesting. But, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they're kind of winning games, five and five in their last 10, 27 and 37 overall. I think they've got an outside shot to possibly, uh, you know, make it to the eighth seed if they keep playing well. So, this is a big game, uh, I would say, for the Pelicans, uh, who are going to be playing a Memphis team that, of course, is in third right now. So uh, I, I like this game a lot. I'm with you. In terms of the Pelicans, you, we can always play jaw. But let's, let, let, let's, let's get our boy Steven uh, – not Steven Adams, Jesus. Um, uh, oh, you know what, Stevie? That, that's why everything was all crowded up. Orlando was still mixed in with my Pelicans players. I'm like, what's going on here? I'm like, why is uh, Okiki o- o- showing up? <laughs> I hate when I do that. I do oh, that all yeah. the time. I'm like, why I did that on Grinders Live the other day. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, buddy. Like Okiki showing up at the Pelicans. What is this? Um, but yeah, so I think JV, right? I think he has a shot here. And I, I know it sounds crazy, but they're playing Memphis, going to be going up against Adams. And I know Adams has kind of been more of a de- defensive uh, a defensive juggernaut for this team. But as long as he's going to play big centers like him, I like him on the floor. At 7,500, it feels like a spot to take a shot. Uh, you know, we don't have to sell you on CJ and, and Brandon. Those guys are going to, like you said, they're going to get their shots up and do their thing. Uh, Devontae Graham has kind of just been phased out of his you know, 30-minute rolls. We don't have to worry about him. But I do like JV here. I think he's a sneaky tournament play. Memphis side of this game, I mean, you kind of already said it. We can always play John Morant. You know, he hasn't had great games here recently, but he's always someone that has the ceiling. Um, You know, Triple J is always someone that has the ceiling if he can stay out of foul trouble. Desmond Bain has the like point ceiling in this spot. So a lot of potential here on the Memphis side. 
Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I just talked about Steven Adams from a defensive standpoint, and I'm going to talk about him again, Steve, uh, Stevie. He is 6,300, and I don't know why. I know he had two really bad games sprinkled in, but other than that, I mean, he's been on a tear lately. Jaron Jackson, I don't feel, should be more than Steven Adams at this point, but he is. So, you know, as much as I like JV, I like Steven Adams as well. Uh, you know, Desmond Baines, you know, priced up. I think John Moran is for sure in consideration in a, in a, in a spot here, uh, which should be a really good game overall. All right, we got Milwaukee heading into OKC to take on the Thunder. 231 total here. The Bucks a 14-point favorite. Uh, Grayson Allen, Pat Cunnington, George Hill, Brooke Lopez out. Dort, Favors, Giddy, Jerome, Mascala, Robinson Earl, Kendrick Williams out, Isaiah Roby questionable. The Milwaukee side of this game, I think if you're playing Giannis, if you're playing Drew, if you're playing Middleton, if you're playing Portis, I mean, I think Portis is the one exception. I think he could get there uh, even if the game doesn't stay close. But I think if you're playing Giannis, if you're playing Drew, if you're playing Middleton, you almost have to run it back with SGA and just hope SGA has a ceiling game and this game stays remotely close. Uh, I think, you know, we saw with the Utah the other night, you know, SGA was able to put up 30 actual points. The game stayed close enough. Um, but I think the only way these guys on the Milwaukee side are getting there is if SGA has a big game and keeps this game remotely close. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I think this is a blowout for sure. Um, I'm really afraid to, to play any Milwaukee guys. Like, I don't mind playing Giannis per se. I, I do understand that Giannis could get 60 fantasy points in three quarters, right? But if he just gets 60 at his price tag, that's what he should be getting. It's not helping us. I don't expect OKC to keep this game close. They are at home. Don't care. Milwaukee's got their three main guys. I think I think that I think OKC gets waxed. I'm not playing anyone from this game. I I mean that's what I said. Like if you're playing, if you're playing people from this game, you really are just kind of hoping a game stack gets there, and you're probably approaching it that way. Um, but yeah, I just don't see playing Giannis by himself. I don't see playing. SGA by himself. Uh, some of the value, maybe. If Roby doesn't play, I think you could definitely take shots on like Baisley at 5,500. I don't mind that. Um, Aaron Wiggins might be someone you take tournament shots on on the Thunder because I'm sure he plays his minutes no matter what in this game. So a couple, couple potential pieces here that you could take shots on on the Thunder. But again, I think Overall, you're just kind of hoping this game stays close, and that's how you get there with these players. So we finished it out. This is like the island game. We got the Clippers at Golden State taking on the Warriors. No total out in this game. Um, obviously, the Golden State Warriors on the second end of a back-to-back, they sat Clay. They sat – I mean, they sat pretty much their whole team. Otto Porter was out. Draymond is out. Wiggins was out. Clay Thompson was out. Curry was out. I mean, on the Clippers side, we know Covington, Paul George, Kawhi, Powell, they're not going to play. Um, so it'd be really interesting to see what Golden State does here. Second end of a back-to-back. 
because I mean, there was no reports whatsoever. I looked everywhere about what they're going to do here with this Tuesday game. Um, they uh, everything I've read said they should be. So we'll see. What do you like here for the Clippers? Not much, Stevie. Especially when Reggie Jackson is eighty six hundred. Like you, you can just forget it. Uh, I'll never play Reggie Jackson at eighty six hundred, and I mean that's with the capital in. Uh, I don't think I'm playing any Clippers here. Terrence Mann is 6K. He's priced where he should be. I, I just don't see any value. Zubak is 6,900. He probably should be cheaper. I know he's had a couple big games, but this whole team is overpriced in my opinion. I, I know Covington is out, but so maybe Batum picks up a few more minutes, but they've got so many guys that they're playing. I, I'm out. I'm out on the Clippers. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm with you. I definitely could see taking tournament shots on like Zubak maybe, but if the game gets out of hand, he's like, he's been one of the first guys off the floor, him and Marcus Morris. So I think that if the Warriors sit a bunch of people again, you could definitely, that's where I think you take some shots on the Clippers and hope the game stays close. But if, man, if the Warriors play everybody, I really don't have a ton of interest in the Warriors. Like, the matchup is okay. You know, Curry's 11K. You know, I'm going to play I'm going to play Durant. I'm going to play John Morant. I'm going to play SGA. I'm going to play Kyrie. All of those guys over Curry in the same price range. So I just kind of out on this game. I, I really think I'm going to focus on the Brooklyn-Charlotte game, the New Orleans-Memphis game, get some value in some of these early games with like Phoenix, Orlando, uh, Cleveland, Indiana, and these two late games, I'm just kind of, kind of record the podcast around these times and hope that uh, when I get done recording the podcast, no one's going crazy. For sure. For sure. Um, if, if we're expecting everyone from golden state to be back, I, I just, I'm, I don't really want to play anyone. And we do know they just held them back for rest. Wasn't anything serious. Um, they lost that game on Saturday, and Kerr's like, nah, time to, time for everyone to take a day off. Yep, yep, especially against the Lakers. I mean, I mean, look at who they rested, too. Like, uh, Gary Payton II even, was even resting, Stevie. Like, <laughs> Tom Clay, Wiggins, Porter, just everybody. Oh, I'm with you. If they're back, um, do the Clippers have a chance? Of course they do, but they are absolutely not anywhere near as good of a team as the Golden State Warriors. Full faith for me on all accounts. All right, we're going to play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here for today. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. We got a, we got a few people down here today for sure. Not as many as yesterday. Uh, who's standing out to you here on the cheap side? Yeah, I'm looking, man. I um, under five k. As crazy as this sounds, I think it's Jenny Osman. All right. I thought you were going to take my guy. I was like, he, you were like, you know, thinking and thinking and thinking. I was like, oh, man, he's going to take my guy. Um, 
<laughs> I'm going to go Shamit from Phoenix. He's 3,700. And with Cam Johnson out, he should play at least 30 minutes in this spot. So it's probably my favorite value play on the slate as far as like under 5K. And I'm sure that will change, but I think he's in a great spot as far as this is concerned. So, um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Give me SGA. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Steph. I'm assuming that he's going to play. I'm going to go Steph. Favorite 6X play today? This one's very easy. Give me campaign. Yep. Really like that. I think this is a, a great spot from him. I'm going to go a little off the board here and say Kevin Love. Oh, yeah. I like him a lot today. So Yeah, love Kevin Love today. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who's getting weird today, Will? Well, I, I talked about this guy because, you know, it, it, it is a hometown guy. Against Brooklyn, I think, I think they're going to get out and run. I like P.J. Washington at 5,400. You know, minutes have been trending in the right direction. I, you know, I like the mostly double-digit shot attempts that we're seeing. I think PJ can get 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 uh, get it done here today tonight. So, um, you know, if he can get fifteen real points, sixteen, you know, maybe get closer to twenty. I think I think we see some magic from him for sure. I am going to go with Franz Wagner from the Orlando magic. And this isn't, I mean, you took a, You took one of your guys. I'm taking one of my guys. It's crazy, but um, I like Franz a lot in this spot. I think he, I think he could just absolutely fill up the stat sheet in this game. So I'm going to go with him. I think he could go for 40 plus fantasy points at six K. I, I like the spot for Wagner a lot. Uh, any bets standing out to you here night before? I mean, we have a few lines up uh, anything that, is piquing your interest? Yeah, so we've got Charlotte at plus two and a half, and I know that might seem like something weird. I'm expecting Charlotte to win this game at home, actually. So I, I'm going to take Charlotte plus two and a half here. Don't mind that one. I mean... I, I'm not going to lie. There's not much that's standing out to me here. I think if everyone plays for Golden State, I definitely don't mind Golden State minus seven in this spot against the Clippers. Um, yeah. I, they made, like, I love the idea of taking the over in the Brooklyn-Charlotte game, but they made it so high that it's almost like, I'll just look for something else that I like. It opened at 239 and a half and it's 241 most places already. So if you could have jumped on it early, maybe, but I, I think overall I'm probably gonna pass. Um I like the I like props, man. I like props. You you all know I hang out over there with Will in the prop shop all the time. Um, so if you haven't already. Download the Rotogrinders Discord. It's rotogrinders.com slash Discord. Get in the Chiefs prop shop. Uh, Grant's doing 
the action lounge where he's absolutely crushing it right now as well. Um, and that channel is free for now. Um, it's not going to stay free forever. So go make your money on it now. And you know, that way when it does, you can pay for it. There you go. Yeah. Will any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, sir. I am good. Um, thanks everybody for hanging out. I'm almost like I'm sad that we're getting off the podcast because when we started the podcast, Jordan Poole had two fantasy points. And for the people, you got everyone is welcome because we did the podcast and he's up to 30 fantasy points now. Um, so you're all very welcome. It was totally because we recorded the podcast. Um, but hopefully everyone played Brandon Williams tonight because he had 27 actual points and had a fantastic game. So that is going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back on Wednesday talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.